All right, guys, before we get started on today's podcast, I want to tell you all about GameFlip. Now, if you use GameFlip.com slash CryptoBallers, you can make an account over there. They have a whole plethora of NFTs, not even just Topshop based. They have NFTs of all walks of life over there. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably here for the Top Shot moments, am I right? So not only can you buy NBA Top Shot moments over there on GameFlub.com slash CryptoBallers, you can actually list your moments for sale, and you don't have to run everything through your Dapper wallet. So you have more options when it comes to checking out and getting your money quick. You can even flip it for the likes of Amazon gift cards, iTunes cards, uh, you can use it for in-game purchases like NBA 2K uh, VC, or if Fortnite's your thing, you can go flip your moments, use that balance to buy some V-Bucks right on the website. So again, gameflip.com slash CryptoBallers. Go check it out. In a world where NFTs and cryptos are on the rise, one NBA Top Shot podcast must step up to the challenge. Ladies and gentlemen, your savior has arrived. Welcome to the Crypto Ballers Podcast. Money1834 will show you the way. What's good, Crypto Ballers? Money1834 here checking in with you on Monday, July 5th. Hopefully you all had a fantastic Independence Day. Um, hopefully you guys have the day off of work. Um but you know how it is. We're over here. We continue to grind even on holidays. So I am here bringing you a brand new podcast. And we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we had our first DFS crypto contest showdown captain mode. Okay. It went very smoothly. We had no ties, which I was afraid of. So that was really good. Um, but I had quite a few people reach out to me and say, money, what the hell is showdown captain mode? So I'm going to explain that on the podcast and hopefully clarify it because there's people out there that haven't played this style of DFS yet. So we'll get into that in a second. Also, about a few months back, me and a bunch of other content creators linked up to have one humongous community event, this big giveaway, and it was truly a movement in the Top Shot space. Well, I linked back up with one of those members, my guy Duckets, and we have a very special community event that is dropping uh later today you'll see the first uh you'll see the first post about it on twitter and it's going to last the whole duration of the nba finals so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for the details on that and also last but not least we have two challenges expiring today okay two of them and both of them deserve your consideration of completing if you haven't yet and i'm going to tell you why right after this just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered into the realm of the Crypto Ballers, where we cover everything NBA Top Shot related, from pack drop information, challenge updates, marketplace trends, anything Top Shot content you crave, we got you covered over here. And it is unbelievably crucial. It is vital to your Top Shot health. If you follow us on Twitter, at CryptoBallersTS, all one word, no underscores, no bullshit, all right? And it can increase 
the chances of you getting some crazy good serial numbers from Challenge Awards and pack drops, okay? It is hashtag scientifically proven. The amount of single-digit moments that the followers have pulled is nuts to me, okay? So you're going to want to go ahead and jump on board, follow the Twitter if you're not already doing so. And I have even more reason for, for why you're going to want to be following the Twitter in just a second. So let's start off today and say, I hope that you guys all had a great holiday weekend. Now, I wasn't able to get on Twitter that much over the uh, over the weekend because we did a big, we did like a big gathering, a get together, if you will, with all, you know, some very close friends, but a lot of family to do the whole barbecuing on the 4th of July thing. So that was a lot of fun. But I do want to tell you guys about two things that happened over the weekend. Okay. One good thing and one thing that kind of sucked for me. Okay. So let's start off with the good thing. Now, I was talking to my son, okay? He's 11 years old, and we were talking about what we were going to do over the weekend. And mo like most 11-year-olds out there, he recommended that him and I play some duos on Fortnite. Now, I'm not even going to sit there in front. I am not a fan of Fortnite. I don't really have time to play a lot of video games anymore like I used to back in the day. I wish I did. I really do. But every now and then, to make them happy, I'll jump in there and I'll give it a try. Now, I have no idea what the hell is going on in a game like that. Um, it, it's, it's just not for me. Now, he was trying to tell me that there was a cinematic, apparently, where it was from Independence Day. Okay? And he said that the cinematic of Independence Day was a weird sound and a bunch of clicking. And I was like, hold on, are you talking about Morse code? I was like, from Independence Day, I was like, you've you've remembered the movie, right? You've seen Independence Day before. Like, I, I know what you're talking about. And he said that he has no idea what Independence Day is. He's never seen the movie. And in that moment, I realized that I fucked up as a parent, okay? I'm sitting there and I'm like, how did I let my son go this many years on this planet and not show him the 1996 absolute classic Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum movie, Independence Day. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, you know, I was like, it's Independence Day. Now, this conversation happened on Saturday. I was like, you know, the 4th of July is tomorrow. So, I mean, we should probably watch it. Like, that's an awesome excuse to watch it. And I look over at my wife and I say, can you believe we haven't showed him Independence Day yet? And she looks over at me with this look. And I knew it was that look of guilt. And I say, what? And she goes, I don't know if I've ever seen it before. And boy, oh boy, I was appalled. Okay. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I had to question everything. I had to question the whole relationship. All right. That we've been together for like 10 years now. And Independence Day has not come. Like, what is that? Like, that's, that's not okay. So right in that moment, I decided for everybody. Everyone in the family, well, my immediate family, that both kids, my wife and myself, I decided we're watching Independence Day on Saturday night, and I'm not asking any of them. I'm not asking if they want to. I really don't care. We're all sitting down, and we're watching this goddamn movie. And it, it, it was a blast. I had a lot of fun. My son really liked the movie, so that made me happy. My five-year-old daughter, though, she, uh, she got freaked out at a couple parts. You guys know when they cut the alien open and it's still alive. She was horrified at that part. I, I probably uh, should have vetted that a little bit. I probably should have told her to look away. I wasn't really think I wasn't in that state of mind. I was so 
into the movie. I couldn't even, I like, I wasn't even focusing on the kids at that point. I'm like, oh my God, like, this is fucking awesome. Now, we streamed it on HBO Max, and the movie's from 96, but when you stream it on that platform, it, it comes in like 4K. It looks stunning. Like, you would never have guessed that that movie was from 1996. It looked like, like it looked like a modern movie that came out like today. And I'm just like, wow, like fucking young Will Smith. Like, what a fucking guy that was. What, what the charisma on this guy. It was nuts. So that was on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, the actual 4th of July, I unfortunately took, I was playing baseball with, uh, with my son and the neighbor's kids and I was pitching and I caught an absolute line drive right to my goddamn shin full speed. It wrecked it. Now, when I took it, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man. So I'm looking over here, all the kids are like, you know, 13, 14, a couple of 15 year olds. So I take this line drive right to the shin. It hit me right in the fucking bone. You guys know what I'm talking about. It, it hurt so bad, but you know, I'm not going to let them see that. Okay. I'm still invincible in their eyes. So I, I take the hit and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, oh, did that hit you? I'm like, that's fine. All right. And I still make the play. I throw them out at first. How do you like that? <laughs> anyway, so about 10 minutes later, we wrap up the game. I go to the grill to start cooking and I'm just like, man, that, that really hurt. And I look down and I had a welt the size of a fucking baseball like popping out of my shin and it was highly disturbing. It was disgusting looking. So, so that happened on Sunday, 4th of July. So that really sucked. I had to go in the house. I had to like ice it. And my wife comes in and she's like, what are you doing in here? And I was like, look at this fucking thing. I was like, it looks like my bone is trying to pop out of my skin. And she's just like, Oh God is disgusting. looking." I was like, yeah, thanks. And I, so I grab an ice pack. I sit on the couch and I'm icing it. Just trying to get the swelling down. And I tell my wife right now, this lets you into my psyche of how I might be a little crazy after all. I told her dead serious. I said, Hey, when you go outside, don't tell them what I'm doing. They don't need to know that I have this fucking softball sized welt sticking out of my body. I was like, just tell them I'm in the bathroom or something and I'll be out in a minute. And it's just because I didn't want them to see that I got a welt from a fucking taking a line drive to the leg. Like is, that has to say something, right? That, that's not normal. It shouldn't be a big deal. But I was I had too much pride. I was like, I'm not letting them see that I'm not invincible or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I was just feeling too patriotic for pain. But that was my Sunday. And here we are, Monday. So sorry about that going on that rant. I hope you guys all had an excellent holiday weekend. Um, if you did anything crazy or anything really fun, feel free to let me know via Twitter. I'd love to hear about it. All right, so let's talk about this DFS crypto contest that we have going on. So as you guys know, two-game slates are dead. We will, we, There's no more two-game slates for the rest of the season. So we decided to switch over to showdown captain mode. Now, we had a pretty good turnout for the, uh, for the first game, and luckily, we didn't have any ties, which is what I was afraid of. But it seems like having the multiplier slot in there, it did make a lot of people have go some different routes. So that was pretty cool. So we had no ties, which was great. But as I stated in the intro, I had a lot of people message me asking what showdown captain mode is. They weren't familiar with the with the format. So I just want to talk about it real quick here on the podcast. So you guys will know for future reference when we do one again, what you can expect and see if you want to participate. So what showdown captain mode is, is it's basically just your regular DFS contest, but there is a roster slot where 
there is a 1.5 multiplier. Okay, so if you pick, say you pick Trey Young in your captain spot, and that means that all of his fantasy points, he's going to get a 1.5x multiplier on every stat he gets. Okay. All right. So to simplify it even more, right? Trey Young, if he makes a layup, that's two fantasy points. If he is your quote unquote captain, if he's in your captain slot, instead of two points, you're going to get three points for the layup because you get a 1.5 multiplier. Okay. Now, whoever you have as your captain, their price is higher than listed. So instead of 10K for Trey Young, he might be like 14K, but you get the 1.5 multiplier. And I guess I probably shouldn't have said it's just like a regular contest because regular contest, you guys know how it is. It's it's all position based, right? You need the point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, then the guard forward, and then you get like a flex spot. In uh, showdown captain mode, it is all flex spots, all flex spots and one captain spot, which is good because it makes it so there really isn't as many duplicate lineups as you'd think because it's essentially positionless basketball. And then you assign a captain at a higher price point. So it's actually really fun if you guys haven't tried it yet. Now we will be running our first uh, DFS crypto contest for the finals on Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday is game one, and that's when we're going to be doing our first showdown captain mode contest. So make sure you keep your eyes on the Twitter and you can get more information on that at crypto ballers ts all right now let's move over to something that we're very excited about so also in the intro i mentioned how uh my buddy ducats and myself we are back at it again and we're hosting another awesome community event i'm going to go ahead and tell you what that is here all right now this whole thing started because ducats and myself we were talking uh via dms on twitter we were talking about how how crazy awesome it was when we had that really big giveaway that we did that was like this huge community movement it got a lot of recognition and it was a lot of fun and we're talking about how nice it would be to work together again and to come up with another type of of community event i don't even want to call it just a giveaway because this these things that we do it's truly community events okay so we were trying to figure out something that we could do for the nba finals and then we started talking about who we would pick now we started talking about this before the Milwaukee Bucks uh, punched their ticket to the finals. Okay. They were still playing against Atlanta at the time. And we were just talking about if it is the Hawks or Milwaukee versus the Suns, because the Suns were already locked into the finals. We were talking about who we would pick in a series between the Bucks slash Atlanta or the Suns. Now we both figured that the Bucks were going to advance, but we had to leave the door open for Atlanta because if Trey Young was coming back healthy, you never know what was going to happen. Plus Giannis was banged up. So Duckett was telling me that he would pick the Suns. Okay. And I was telling him that if Milwaukee makes it to the finals and Giannis is healthy for game one, I don't think the Suns have it locked up. I think that Milwaukee could beat the Suns. I really do. Now, both teams are deep, don't get me wrong, but just when you think about it, matchup-wise, the Suns have nobody that can stop Giannis, okay? If Giannis is healthy, of course. They have Chris Middleton, okay? They have Brooke Lopez, who could force DeAndre Eaton. You know, he has to stretch the floor. You got Drew Holiday, elite point guard, crazy defensively as well. So I just think that Milwaukee matches up with the Suns, like, really good, like, kind of scary good, if you think about it. So we were going back and forth, and I was saying... Duckett was saying that he thinks that the Suns could win in seven. 
And I was just saying, I think that, you know, the Bucks could win it in seven. Again, health pending, of course. And then, and then it hit me. I was like, all right, I like how we're kind of going back and forth. I like how we're kind of like making a little competitive, like making arguments for both sides. This should be the giveaway. This should be the community event. And then boom. Okay. Like the big bang in the universe. We came up with the East versus West NBA finals showdown. Okay. And what this is, it's essentially a pick'em contest. Now this is going to be on a game by game basis, which is really exciting. So if, if the finals make it to a game seven, that means that you're going to have seven chances to win. How exciting is that? Now, if it goes four and one of the teams gets swept, you still get four chances. So either way, there's going to be prizes distributed. Now, the rules are going to be very simple. And all of this is going to be explained in our Twitter post. As you're listening to this, it is probably not out yet. All right, so you're going to want to follow myself, CryptoBallersTS, all one word, and you're going to want to follow Duckets, at Duckets, with two Ks and a Z. So D-U-C-K-K-E-T-Z, okay? You're going to want to follow both of us and turn those notifications on so when we do drop the information, you can get right in right away and make sure that you secure your spot. Now, what we're doing is, like I said, it's a pick em contest. We're going to have a hashtag and all that good stuff. But essentially what it's going to be is you're going to see in the posting a Google Doc and you're going to have to open up that doc. Okay, it'll take two seconds, one click of your of your phone, one click of your mouse. You open it up and all you do is for game one, you pick who the winner is going to be. That's it. You pick either the Suns or the Bucks. And this is the exciting part, okay? Only the side that picks the correct team will be entered in for the game one giveaway. Okay. So if you enter it, which of course is going to be like the like, follow, retweet, all that good stuff. But then when you get to the Google doc, if you pick the Suns for game one and the Bucks win game one, then you're essentially out of the game one contest. Okay. You need to pick the right side, hence a pick them contest. Now, if you pick the Bucks, and the Bucks win game one, everyone who picked the Bucks, they're going to be entered in for giveaway. And every single giveaway is going to be a playoff limited edition moment. All right, we're not talking no bullshit 40K CCs. We're not talking 35K LEs. We're talking either 11.5K limited edition or 12K limited edition, okay? We're going to be giving away the good stuff. And it's so simple. All you got to do is just pick the winner of the game. And again, this is going to be going game by game. So your game one pick, you could pick the Suns game one. And then game two, you could pick the Bucks, And it's totally fine. You can pick the Bucks game one. And you could take the Bucks game two. Totally cool. You can pick the Suns game one. You can pick the Suns game two. Have at it. All right. Each game is its own individual entity for its own reward. Now, there'll be more details to come, so make sure it's crucial. Get those notifications on. Follow both of our accounts. Again, at Duckets, at CryptoBallersTS. You're going to want to follow those. Get those notifications on. So when the information comes out, you submit your pick'em. All right, this is going to be awesome. All right, so let's move over to the two challenges that are expiring today because they're both unique in their own kind of way. All right, and I want to make sure that you guys are catching this. I want to make sure that you guys aren't missing 
why you might want to complete these two if you have playoff challenge fatigue maybe you just don't feel like completing the challenges because you know you see that the rewards aren't worth that much in the marketplace i'm going to give you two reasons why one well one reason a piece kind of why you should consider going for that individual challenge let's start with the Kawhi leonard now, first off, uh, before we even get into the statistics and the money and the numbers of this challenge, just this play alone, this Kawhi Challenge Award is unbelievably filthy, okay? He absolutely murders Derek Favors. Like, I feel like Kawhi could have sp spent like a night in prison. He did this to the guy on, like, in front of everybody, too. It was just a hell of a dunk. Now, I was thinking right before recording, right? When you think when you think Kawhi Leonard, you probably think, you know, like, injuries or, you know, uh, what do they call it? You know, load management, those kind of things. And when you think about Kawhi's game, you probably think, you know, iso ball, cold-blooded, filthy mid-range game, uh, great defensively. But one thing you probably don't think of is like posterizing dunks. I know that doesn't come to mind when I think Kawhi. Yet, <laughs> over the course of a month, we've seen two of like my top six dunks of the whole year by Kawhi in just these playoffs alone. You guys remember the massacre he had against Maxi, Maxi Kleber where like <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And then he hits favors now. Kleber hit the ground after. And for me, that you get bonus points for that. So when the Kawhi on Kleber dunk, I slightly favor to the Derek Favors poster that he did, which is this challenge award. Um, but yeah, it's just an awesome play to own. Plus, it's the challenge award, which is great. You know, long-term utility challenge awards are usually, usually, air quotes here, usually more money than, you know, like a regular LEs. And the mint count of this challenge is probably going to wrap up around the 27 to 2800 range, like all these playoff challenges. You know, they're right around the same. So I imagine this will probably be right around that same mark. So in the future, right, when Top Shot is out of beta and they're running smoothly, they got an app, they have an auction block, and, you know, they're really booming. And if you have a Kawhi Leonard challenge reward where there's only 2,700 of them in existence, uh, that's going to be a nice moment to have. So I am all in on this Kawhi challenge. Now, I I understand why some people will just wait because then you can just buy the Kawhi in the marketplace for like 75 bucks, probably 70, 75 bucks. You could just buy it and you could own it that way. And I totally get it, right? It's like half price and you can get the moment anyway. And you have the added benefit of just picking your own serial number that you want. Um, but... There are still some of us that enjoy the serial lottery because you can you have a chance to get some like a crazy serial number, right? Plus, you get the collector score boost, which is great because you know that we have a rare pack drop coming and it's supposed to be coming this month. Actually, if Top Shot stays on course, we should be getting this rare challenge, uh, not rare challenge, this rare pack drop in just a couple weeks. So we might as well get a head start on boosting our collector score now if we feel like we need it. Now, we don't know what that collector score bar is going to be yet. There's no information about that yet. But it doesn't hurt to complete a challenge like this where you're playing for a you know an NBA all-timer, okay? It's not a bad time to complete this challenge. It's only 144 bucks. If if you ask if you tell me two months ago you can go in on a Kawhi Leonard challenge for 140 bucks. I'd be all over it, 
Okay, so th this is still a cheap challenge, and it's a fantastic player, first ballot Hall of Fame player, and it is a fucking sick highlight. It's probably the best. It might be the best playoff moment through the first two rounds. So this is one that you're probably going to want to get for your collection. Now, again, I feel like there's two different sides to it, right? There's people that have the high collector score already, and they'll just be like, okay, I'll just buy the Kawhi for 70 bucks when the rewards start hitting the marketplace, and I get that. But for people that are trying to boost that collector score, you can double dip here. You have a chance to get a really good serial number, and you can boost your collector score at the same time. Now, you'll still get the collector score boost if you get a serial number that's bad, and you flip it, and you buy another one at a better serial number. You can go ahead and do that as well. So you can really pick your poison here, and you can go whichever route you want. But I will, I'm will i in on this Kawhi Leonard. I had this challenge done the second it was announced. I already had all the moments in prep for it, so I'm very excited about this Kawhi Leonard, and out of all the challenges that I've done in the playoffs thus far, this is the moment I want the low serial number on. So I'm going to work all of my crypto ball or magic here and try to get all of us very low serial numbers on this Kawhi Leonard, okay? I see this Kawhi Leonard challenge award kind of being similar towards the Nikola Jokic, okay? It was too cheap for the reigning MVP. Jokic stuff sells high, and right now we're in a drought. So in the future, the, that Nikola Jokic, where there's only 26, 2700 of them minted, should take a nice price jump because there's no way it should be selling in the $40 range. No way. Um, I see the Kawhi Leonard in the same light. Now, the Kawhi will be a little more expensive than what the Jokic is going for, but it's still not going to be valid where it should be and where it you know, could be. A year or two down the line okay so if you plan if you're in top shot for the long haul you're buying moments to hold them then this is a really good way to boost your collector score plus get a fucking sick moment let's talk about the next challenge that is expiring and it's the rudy gobert now i'm going to keep it all the way real with you guys when i saw that the rudy gobert challenge came out i had zero i repeat zero interest in completing this challenge now, is it an awesome play? Absolutely. He makes the game-saving block on Marcus Morris out of the three-point line. All right, the big fella getting it done, representing. But, you know, the challenge just wasn't for me. I'm not a big Utah fan. I like I like Rudy Gobert. I think he's a really good defensive center. Um, but I'm not the biggest Rudy Gobert fan. Okay, there's plenty of other centers that I like more than him. I like, you know, the big cat, Carl Anthony Towns, Embiid, Jokic. Like, those are just three off the top that I like, you know, much more than Rudy Gobert, if I'm keeping it honest. Now, I did already have the Donovan Mitchell, which was a, a requirement for this challenge. So I was like, all right, I already get a moment that's, you know, worth $30. Am I going to sell the Donovan Mitchell and get 30 bucks for it? Let me take a look at the challenge. So I went ahead and I took a look. And it was going for... it was. The completion price was crazy low when the challenge first came out. It was only at $88, $88, not even a hundred bucks for the challenge award. Now, Rudy Gobert has been getting shit on because he was, he kind of was essentially useless for Utah coming down the stretch. He really didn't do much. And it's because he's so limited offensively that he was able to get picked apart. So, you know, that's a tough break for our guy, Rudy Gobert, and he's been getting dumped on on twitter like oh this is the defensive player of the year like he couldn't even stay on the court 
So I definitely feel like that is a driving factor of why this challenge uh, reward is, or this challenge in general is going for so cheap. And yes, I am afraid how much money this Rudy Gobert is going to sell for. It could be Ben Simmons-esque. Like Rudy Gobert is going through a very similar thing that what Ben Simmons went through when Philadelphia got kicked out. People were just destroying Ben Simmons. He can't hit free throws. He can't even stay on the court towards the end of the fourth quarter. They're doing hack of Simmons. All right. So and he and he was shooting like 30 percent from the free throw line and the guy's afraid to shoot jump shots. So Ben Simmons got absolutely destroyed. And then his challenge reward took a hit and it was going for really cheap. Uh, Rudy Gobert is going to the same thing is going to happen. And the fact that this challenge is only right now, ninety four dollars to complete, then that scares me that this Gobert is going to be selling for like twenty eight bucks. I think that's a possibility. I know that's a weird number to spit out. Twenty eight dollars. Why wouldn't you just say thirty? It's just I really feel like the Gobert could be sub thirty, but I don't think it's going to be very much under. So twenty eight is the number I gave you. That's what came off the top of my head. You're just gonna have to deal with it. So now I had the Donovan Mitchell, as I said, the Donovan Mitchell was 30 bucks. So essentially I looked at it at the time. Like I said, the challenge was going for like 85, 88 bucks. I saw it as I have a $30 coupon off an $85 challenge. For those of you at home trying to do the quick math, put your calculators away. This challenge cost me out of pocket 55 bucks. So at that, at that rate, that's just so cheap that I felt kind of compelled to complete it. Cause it, it's just so cheap. Like you, you like it. You still play the serial lottery. You still get the collective score boost. So, you know, at that price, why not? This is a insanely cheap challenge. Still, even if you don't have any of the moments yet, getting a challenge completed for under a hundred bucks. And there's only going to be 25, 2600 completions. Like that's, that's a good challenge. And it's a great play from an all-star player. So, I mean, why not? Like the price is, is just, it was just too tempting. And I went ahead and I completed the Rudy Gobert challenge. Um, I know that there's a decent amount of people on the Twitter as well that completed it like I did. And to be honest with you, you guys kind of talked me into it. Okay. Cause I saw a bunch of people saying $88, like what's wrong? 87 bucks. You gotta be kidding me. And I was like, all right, let me take a look. And sure enough, Rudy Gobert challenge, $88 to complete. And I was just like, wow. Now, if I didn't have the Donovan Mitchell, I might've thought about it a little more, um, but that's still really cheap. So I ended up going in on it. Um, so that means I got both of these challenges done. So tomorrow's going to be a very stressful day. Uh, not tomorrow, today will be a very stressful day at 1 p.m. once the challenge awards get distributed. Now, hopefully they get distributed, you know, closer to on time because top shot's been slacking bro they've been coming out with the ch they've been distributing the challenges very slow it seems like one of them will be you know pretty close to the 1 p.m eastern time mark then the second one you could be waiting until like 6 p.m eastern for the goddamn reward to come back so hopefully they can speed that up a bit but i'm definitely more excited about the Kawhi Leonard than the rudy gobert and because of that, I'm probably going to get a great Rudy Gobert number and an awful Kawhi because that just seems to be how it goes sometimes when it comes to NBA Top Shot. So those are the two playoff challenges coming to end. And those are the two reasons why I think you guys should consider completing these challenges if you haven't done so. Kawhi Leonard, because that's too cheap for a insane Kawhi highlight. Kawhi is a first battle Hall of Famer. He is an NBA champion and he is just a phenomenal talent and it's a great play in the future a Kawhi with that low a mint count in my opinion just my opinion a speculation 
that Kawhi Leonard should be very valuable in the future because the min count is so low and the play is so sick. The Rudy Gobert, uh, the reasons why you should consider that is just because it's so cheap. It's a very cheap way to play the serial lottery game. Uh, it can help. Uh, it'll boost your collective score as well. Uh, the min count is it's the min count is too low for a challenge that the price is so low. So, you know, if you want to get a stupid cheap challenge done and get a slight or get a collective score boost for this rare pack that's coming in just a couple weeks, then the Rudy Gobert might be the challenge for you. It's sub $100 still, and it could go down. There's a chance it goes down as we come closer to completion if nobody's, you know, really buying in to complete this challenge. So those are just two things to keep in mind. Rudy Gobert under 100 bucks for a defensive player of the year on a game-clinching block out of the three-point line. Great play. And the Kawhi Leonard, just a mega talent and low mint count again. And the price point is not even crazy. So those are my reasons why I think you guys should consider completing these two playoff challenges if you have not already. And with that being said, that is going to do it for this episode of the Crypto Ballers podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Make sure you go ahead and follow the Twitter at CryptoBallersTS. If you haven't checked out gameflip.com slash crypto ballers yet you're making a mistake it's another it's another marketplace where you can go and buy and sell your nba top shot moments and it doesn't even stop there you can go ahead and you can search up buy and sell other nft projects okay really cool stuff and again it doesn't even need to be an nft if you don't want it to be there's in-game currencies you can buy gift cards you can buy in-game items for like a ps5 or a nintendo switch or a console game there's you can buy a bunch of stuff over there and that's gameflip.com slash crypto ballers all right let's get out of here so may the marketplace forever be in your favor and of course may the challenge reward drop be in your favor. I wish you all luck and I will be very active on the Twitter as we get closer to the 1 p.m. Eastern challenge reward distribution time. All right, I'm excited to talk to you guys over there. Let's pull some low cereals.